0: Welcome to the New Yorker's May 19, 2008 issue. We have six articles for you. Sue Halpern reports on how alternate reality is being used to treat the realities of the Iraq War. Following that, Dana Goodyear drops in at Largo, a nightclub that's so not L.A. After that, it's a new short story by the British writer Julian Barnes, about a man, a woman, and a secret. Next... Sasha Frere Jones considers the cultural impact of American Idol, and David Denby reviews two movies, Noise, starring Tim Robbins, and the stoner comedy Harold and Kumar Escape from Guantanamo Bay. But first, it's this week's comment. In Over, Not Out, Hendrik Hertzberg ponders the state of Hillary Clinton's candidacy.
1: When the polls closed in Indiana and North Carolina last Tuesday evening, a lot of Barack Obama's supporters braced themselves for bad news. Their candidate had just gone through a harrowing month, divided neatly in two by his thumping in the Pennsylvania primary. He had been repeatedly gored by a pair of old bulls, his ex-president and his ex-pastor, both of them maddened by his success and aggrieved by his presumption. He had been singed in a media bonfire sparked by trivia and fanned into flame by culture-warmongering. His remark about the bitterness of displaced workers supposedly made him an elitist. His glancing acquaintance with a sixty-something ex-weatherman supposedly made him a friend of terrorists. On the stump, he seemed subdued, wearied by the bumpy last stage of the long, astonishing ascent he began fifteen months ago, when he set out to do battle with one of the most famous women in the world, whose arsenal included a huge war chest, backed by a fundraising apparatus unparalleled in democratic politics, the support of the great majority of democratic office holders ready to declare a preference, and, as her chief surrogate, the most successful democratic politician of the past forty years. Although North Carolina had long been seen as a lock for Obama, on account of its large African-American population, there were late polls that put him and Hillary Clinton within the margin of error. Indiana seemed out of reach, according to the polls, which in any case had a record of overestimating his strength. Losing both states probably wouldn't have cost Obama the nomination, but it would have meant, at a minimum, a brutal, ugly, down-to-the-wire endgame guaranteed to leave the ultimate winner seriously, perhaps fatally, weakened. So when the returns started coming in, showing an Obama landslide in North Carolina and a shrinking Clinton lead in Indiana, Obama's supporters looked at one another in happy wonderment. As Clinton's margin in Indiana slipped below 20,000, Tim Russert of NBC went on the air to say bluntly,